You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Chloe and Lamar After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. That's four two four. 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Chloe and Lamar After Show. Hello, everyone. Mari Sagal here, and I am so excited to talk about tonight's Chloe and Lamar episode with my two favorite ladies, Natasha Frakes in studio in Los Angeles. Hello, girls. And Jackie Moran in Florida. We are a tri-coastal after show tonight. Oh. <laughs> I know. I absolutely <laughs> love it. And I love broadcasting from 80 degrees. So no no problem here. It's a great way to watch Chloe and Lamar, I'm telling you. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and so tonight's episode, I actually think, was my favorite thus far. I mean, not, not so much the Jamie storyline, and we'll get into that, but just... Otherwise, you know, I just thought it was really interesting hearing about this controversy of whether Lamar was going to play in Turkey, and my favorite part of the show, and it's always my favorite part of the Kardashian shows, I don't know, like, from an entertaining purpose, but just in general, from watching the show, I love when they use the, their platform for good, and I think mm-hmm. that more than any other reality show, the Kardashians are very, very good about doing that. You know, some of the Real Housewives on their shows, every once in a while, they'll promote a charity or whatever. But the Kardashians very consistently will promote a charity or a cause. And tonight, it was all about raising awareness. And you know, I have some news and gossip um, actually about tonight's episode and the Armenian genocide and the research that went into tonight's episode. But what did you guys think about about that? I don't know if you knew about the Armenian genocide in the history before or if you learned stuff tonight from it. Uh, Natasha and then Jackie, what did you guys think about that? You know, I found it really interesting. I had no idea um, that that even occurred. So I, I remember last week when I saw the preview, I was a little bit confused as to how the Armenian their Armenian background would tie into um, the episode and with Lamar going to Turkey. Um, so... I found I found it very educational, and they actually got into like how it all happened and um, background of the story, which I thought was really, with I thought was really interesting and good of them to sort of tell people about it and not just brush over it and have the drama just solely be about Chloe and how she feels about the whole situation. And I like how we got perspectives, not just from Chloe, but also from um, her uncle, her uncle Tom, I think it was, yeah, and um, from. Kim, who said that it was a bad idea. Basically, everybody said it was a bad idea, but it was just interesting to hear everybody's opinion because I, I really had no idea that exist existed. So, um, yeah, I, I found it really interesting. And that's why it's so important because 
for people like you, and there's a lot of people like you who don't know about it. I was, like, somewhat aware of it, and I've heard of the Armenian genocide, and I know that Turkey tried to cover it up, but, like, I didn't know the exact details. And so, you know, it was a refresher for me and for someone like you and a lot of the viewing public who don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Now they're more aware of the issue, and that's what I thought was so great about talking about it on the show. Because I'm, I'm not so convinced that... I kind of feel like they talked about it on the show because they, like, wanted to. I'm not I'm not so sure how big of a deal it was between Chloe Lamar or if anything was kind of staged, but I think it was for the better. Like, do, you, do you guys know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. I absolutely, you know, I am the first one to say when I don't like when shows, especially reality shows and the Kardashians being number one at this, I don't like when things are pushed in my face. And I even swallowed the fact that it may have been just for the attention of doing this. But you know what? From the get-go with this episode, I can't believe you said this is your favorite episode thus far, Mari, because I totally agree. This couple, had they're real. They have things going on. And even if this was introduced at the hand of a producer, they were real about it. It felt like a real issue that you became aware of, something I didn't know either. It didn't feel pushed in my face to the point where it annoyed me as a viewer. I enjoyed it. And, you know, even opening with the scene about them talking about Chloe and having a child, like the two seconds about that got me interested about the rest of the season. There's so much going on with this couple, the way they keep teasing the Dallas, you know, events and how that will all play out, I'm interested to watch. I'm interested to watch all of these things play out, and I enjoyed tonight's episode, even Storyline B, which, as stupid as Jamie was, he was actually kind of hilarious at the same time, and I can't believe I'm even saying I like that part of the episode tonight. Oh, okay, we'll get into that part of the episode because I think you and I are going to disagree on that. Uh-oh. But, <laughs> but I want to talk about um, the turkey issue only because, like you said, Natasha, it was interesting getting everyone's opinions on this. Like how Kim said that, you know, one time she did a magazine cover that was in Turkey in April, like which is the anniversary of the genocide, and she had to write her fans all these letters apologizing. Mm-hmm. And um, how Bruce said, you know, Chris, a lot of times, doesn't tell me what she's thinking, and she goes behind my back a lot, which she does a lot. I mean, we always do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, you should be honest with Lamar and tell him. And I liked that she went and got everyone's opinions, and it was just, it was a very interesting storyline. It was interesting to hear everyone's perspectives on it, to hear Uncle Tom saying it was a bad idea, to hear Kim saying it was a bad idea, to to hear Bruce giving her marriage advice. You know, I just thought it was, it was a very interesting episode compared to others. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. And I think that also showed a lot more of what we were talking about last week with um, Chloe and her problem-solving abilities and how she's so fair and rational and level-headed about things. And that's how she approached this as well, as she really just, instead of freaking out about it, even though it was such a crunched timeline and they needed the decision right away, she took her time to make sure she got every single side of the story so that she could make a rash decision about it. Unfortunately, she didn't even really have to make the decision because the lockout ended, so it didn't end. And what I love about about her is, as a wife is she says, you know, I know how much you miss basketball, and I don't want to be the one to tell you no. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she was stuck in this position of, my husband misses basketball, but I don't want to offend my culture. My question to you guys is, 
do you think she should have told Lamar sooner? Because I think she was scared to tell him, and what finally pushed her to tell him was Bruce saying, you have to be honest with him. Is it better for her to support her man and say, I'll do what you want me to do, or is it better for her, for her to be completely honest and be like, hey, I'm not comfortable with this? Yeah, that was like that was a very tough spot for her to be in, and I really um, kind of felt her worry at that point. I really empathized with her. Um, I think she definitely should have said something to him earlier, and when she did finally say something to him, it felt like so much had already gone on that the fact that he didn't even know what she was talking about, and he said, what do you mean? Why does it matter that you're Armenian? It was a little bit shocking to see that he even had no clue about it when so much had already happened in her mind and in her life with asking people. So I definitely think she should have told him earlier, and I... I feel like that might have been a bit staged because um, they always say that as a couple, they're so honest with each other and they tell each other everything and they're so open with each other that I feel like that they she wouldn't have normally waited that long. And that might have just been to add to the drama of it a little bit. Um, but I totally agree with what she did. That's so important in a relationship that you support the person that you're with and you make sure that you don't hold them back in any way, especially if it's going to be for their personal growth and benefit and she knew that Lamar was struggling he really was desiring to play basketball and so for her to be the bigger person and say you know what I'm gonna let you make your own decision I'm not gonna say no you can't play um that was I think that was really really good of her I I I like that well I think it was I think it was good that she let him share his honest feelings first without him knowing that I I'm when she said if you had to decide right now, like before she told him, I would have wanted to hear his honest answer if I were her before I told him because I like that she cares so much about him that she, you know, look at Kim and what we watched in Courtney and Kim take New York compared to Chloe right now. Totally selfless, totally for her man, though we do have some Twitter followers that did agree that they, she should have said something sooner. We had uh, Dana Boroviak on Twitter tweet, us back. Yes, she always puts Lamar's feelings above her own. But you know what? I don't think she does it so much that he walks all over her or anything. I think they have a very fair relationship. And I love when they finally, I did agree with Bruce that she should get it out there. And when she did, I love the way they talked about it and almost came up with a positive solution. Because in my head, the whole time, even if she did have this issue, I never thought that Lamar shouldn't go. Because Lamar is not Armenian, she is. So technically, she might not have to go. But I never thought that he shouldn't go just because of the situation. So, And I like the solution they came to at the end, though it never had to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that she handled it well. I actually like your point, Natasha, that asking him first, or Jackie, that asking him first and, like, gauging how he felt about it was, like, a good way because then she got his honest opinion before she told him. Um, and I actually do, in our news and gossip, have some of Chloe's, tips that she shared on a good and healthy marriage and if anyone I would trust her more than most celebrity marriages so we'll have to stay tuned for that um I do want to get into the other storyline I just I hate Jamie I think he's a mooch and I think he's a doofus like I never use the word doofus but I literally was like he is a doofus he is also just like oh my god when they show that shot of him in his confessional with his shirt off jiggling his man boobs. I was like, oh my God, E, why did you not warn me? Like, they needed to put up a warning and be like, 
Because you don't want to see a graphic image shield your eyes. Like, mm-hmm. he was that disgusting. <laughs> and I just think he is such a pedophile, and he's so close. And I know I'm not the only one who thinks this, because uh, Dana, the same woman who tweeted you, tweeted me and said, oh, I cannot stand him. He totally does have a pedophile face. Mm-hmm. And then Stormy Woods tweeted me, and this is hilarious. She said, Jamie, I'm sure Robert De Niro is safe from your acting skills. I don't think he could even take a job from Dustin Diamond. And if you remember Dustin Diamond... <laughs> Um, would screech, and he uh, then went into the porn industry. Like, ew, Katie is just so gross. And, you know, it was entertaining, so Jackie, I can see your point, like, it was entertaining, but he's just like, ugh, he's such a mooch, and he's gross, and, like, he really does look like a pedophile. And they're all the roles for people who look like that, like, the, the, like, token creepy dude. He can play the token creepy dude, yes. But, like, he's just so gross, and, like, so unappreciative, and he just thinks any, everything should be handed to him. He never works hard for anything. And I just don't understand why Rob, Malika, Lamar, any of them stand for it. Like, Cole, he was the only one who actually ever said anything. And, like, I just, I don't know why he's around. And whatever radio show he went on that they were like, oh, you're a celebrity. You're not a celebrity. And then he's like... I want to, the movie would be called Jamazing About Me. Like, he just had such an ego about him because of this show. It's like you are an extra, basically, on Chloe Lamar, like, or featured character on Chloe Lamar. Like, you are by no means this big celebrity, and he does not need that ego boost that those radio hosts gave him. <laughs> That's my spiel on James. I just, I don't need him in the show. I love Malika. I love Rob. I love all the cast of characters. Including Lamar, you know, Lamar's dad, everyone. The only one I could do without is Jamie. I will say he provides some sort of, like, entertainment relief every once in a while, but for the most part, I'm just thinking ew and gross every time I see him on screen. <laughs> I'll let you go, Natasha, before I, before I weigh in. <laughs> uh, <you laughs> Natasha's know, in the middle. You know, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I hate this type of guy. I think he is such a douche, and... Um, I didn't realize how cocky he was until this episode, and I was very shocked by it. Um, and especially the, the when the radio interview that was just bizarre. They say he's a huge celebrity, and they said, "Do you get a lot of girls throwing themselves at you now?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, all the time." And I'm like, "Are you serious? What girls are throwing themselves at?" Lamar Odom's friend, who's Khloe Kardashian's husband. It's like there's so many like. Ties is like down, 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 down the fame stairway. And he's like at the very bottom. What girls are going to be throwing themselves at him? It doesn't make any sense to me. And um, <laughs> you know you know what I mean, though? And some of the stuff he said, like I, I think that it must have it, like a lot of it must have just been staged because I don't, I just can't imagine anyone being that outright cocky. You know, like when he went for that audition and he literally says after the audition, you know, I think I nailed it. I, what do you think? Like, I, I, I got it. And the guy says, I mean, no, you didn't get it. You, you need to do some work. You need to study. You need to take classes. And then even when he goes to the classes, then he says something about the, how the teacher wants to bone him. And it's like, what? Like, he's just, he's bizarre in his own head. Like, he's living in a fantasy world. But there, it has to be somewhat staged because there's just, I don't know. I can't, I can't even, like, fathom a person who is that much trapped in their own head that they do not see themselves for who they really are, which is a short, 
chubby bald guy. I mean, sorry. <laughs> well, here's here's my take on it, ladies. I totally agree with everything you're saying, but I think you guys are taking him way too seriously. I don't think he even believes himself. Like when I watch Kim Kardashian, I know she believes herself and that's why she annoys me. I think he knows he's a chubby bald guy. I think he knows he's an idiot because everybody he turns to is calling him a pedophile. Is you know, telling him he's not getting the part, telling him he's an idiot, telling him he can't act. You know, if he was getting away with anything, if he got a part or something, then I'd be annoyed. But he's such an idiot and a mockery that I think he even knows it. And I think everything he says, he, he says it with a, I don't think he has that much of a chip on his shoulder. Like, for him to, for Chloe to be like, Ugh, you're a pedophile. I mean, it's just hilarious. I think he's so stupid and so cocky that it's, it's that much funnier to me. Like, I just sit there and I mock him in my own head. And I, I think he knows it too. And that's what makes me laugh. Like, he's delusional, but at the same time, he's not getting anywhere with it. I mean, the only part that really did annoy me, actually, and it's not even his fault, it's the fault of the people on that radio show to really go along with it and inflate him like that. That was shame on them but other than that I mean I think it's just hilarious to watch because he's just that stupid and nobody's giving him a pass which is that's why it's fine yeah and you know it might actually be kind of sad because there's uh, most of the time when people are outright um, cocky like that they're actually incredibly incredibly self-conscious and you know what what else is he supposed to do when people are like Chloe are saying to him you look like a pedophile or like no you can't act what are you thinking like what else is he supposed to do is he supposed to just sit there and take it or cry or like you know he's just going to be overly cocky to make up for the fact that he's lacking confidence and he is just like getting abused in every direction because he's, you know. Well, that's what it is. Like, if he ends up in a hot tub with, like, the pussycat dolls or something, then I'm going to be annoyed because I'm going to say, who is this guy think he is? But until, like, he actually has chicks on his arm or, like, he actually gets an acting role or Chloe, you know, he actually doesn't have Chloe making fun of him, you know, for now, I'm just going to laugh and and take it, roll with it. <laughs> I will say, unfortunately, I think he probably is telling the truth when he says he gets a lot of girls Ugh. because you would be surprised to know how many, like, girls in L.A. would be impressed by the fact that he's friends with Lamar Odom and is on Chloe and Lamar, and that would throw themselves at him just for, like, a little piece of, you know, pseudo-reality fame. So I, I wouldn't be surprised that girls are throwing themselves at him, which is sad, but, you know, I guess that's an ego boost for him. <laughs> well, it's definitely sad for the girls. That's for yeah. sure. I would like to have a conversation with them. Please call us if you've dated him. <laughs> yes, please call in or tweet us. We would love to hear from you, definitely. Oh, God. <laughs> so I guess a call out to any of Jamie's conquests. Um, well... We'll have to see if we get one of them. I also um, have been trying to reach out to, remember the Bijan son who was Rob's friend on mm-hmm. last week's episode? I'm hoping to try to get him in here. So so we're, we're shouting out to you, too. Hopefully, hopefully he'll join us one day uh, in the upcoming season. <laughs> oh, we would love that. Yes, please join us. That would be great, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I do want to get to some news because we've got some good news. We have a little bit of Kim news that Chloe was weighing in on that I think is pretty surprising. So why don't we go to a quick commercial break and we'll go back to some news and gossip. After Buzz TV. Hi. 
I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series. With over sixty different aftershows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid coworkers who I hate and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right, let's get into some news and gossip. AfterBuzz TV News. Okay, so I don't know if you guys heard the rumors that Kim Kardashian may be dating Kanye West. He appeared in one of Kim's episodes of Kim and Courtney Take New York right before she met Chris Humphries the first season. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had, like... Flirting, there was rumors then, and then she just showed up to his fashion show in Paris, head to toe decked out in Kanye West clothes, singing his praises, and there's been all these rumors. So, Chloe addressed it on the radio show. I totally didn't believe the rumors, but I think there's actually truth to them, because she said they were talking and trying to go on a date here and there, but it just didn't work out. I know they hung out, but I know it's never gotten to go there. I know because they each respect each other, and I think if they were ever to go there... I think it would be like a long relationship. I genuinely think that, too, because we have so much in common, like our families, losing parents, and we do have a lot of connections. I think that if they were to go there, it would be a long relationship. So she seems to give the Kim-Kanye relationship a lot of merit. I just think this would be a really, really, really bad mix. First of all, Kim needs to continue to stay out of the spotlight for a while because people are still not over her 72-day marriage and her Sam of a marriage. And I think coming out with Kanye West would just be a whole media storm. And Kanye West is like the biggest ego ever. Mm -hmm. He's one of the most selfish women ever. And I just think it would be such a bad mix of like two crazy inflated egos. I don't think Kim Kardashian is necessarily egotistical. I think she can be selfish, as I've seen on the show. And I just think this would be like a terrible mix that I'm surprised that Khloe Kardashian is giving it such credit because she also normally is a really good judge of character and Kanye West just seems like a total prick to me so I'm pretty surprised that she's standing by him here what do you guys think yeah I think that's really surprising I do not think that um that Kim and Kanye will end up dating I I don't know I don't believe that I think that um I mean I know it's coming from Khloe but I just I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think Kanye's Kim's type. To be completely honest, maybe he was interested in her, and so she kind of let him on a little bit and was like, kind of. Wait, because he's not an athlete. Be- 
because he doesn't have I mean she likes guys that have like really ripped bodies and like you know and she likes pretty good looking guys I, I honestly don't think that she would go for Kanye <laughs> so basically he's ugly <laughs> I, don't think he's, I don't think he's ugly but I don't think he's her type and like you said they're both way too full of themselves um, but I, yeah. I think she might have like kind of toyed with the idea because it I mean can you imagine they'd be like such a power couple and I'm sure she loved the idea of that um, yeah, but I, that's why I think she'd go for it because I think she'd love the idea of a Kim and Kanye. Yeah, yeah. and it would get her. So, it would gain her even more fame and coverage in yeah. the in the tabloids and everything. So it, I think that would be probably the only reason that she would dance around with the idea. But I, I honestly do not think that she's interested in him. <laughs> honestly, when I first heard you feel like you could put it all together. Well, he's their friends. He was on her episode. She mm-hmm. is bringing him exposure. She's decked out. You know, she's going for fun, whatever. But so I would never believe it. And it would be the most disastrous relationship that would actually, as you guys just said, probably get them more of the attention that they want. And mm-hmm. can she have more of a disastrous relationship than the one she just had? I mean, if she wants to continue her track record, then by all means, go for it. But mm-hmm. I would never, never root this couple on, that's for sure. And I would be shocked if if it really took flight and and you know hearing chloe say that though it does lead me to believe that there is something going on possibly and as you guys just said i could see why they think it would be a good idea but it would just be a good idea for us weekly and a star magazine and all those people that will have fireworks to report on day after day but at the same time the fact that chloe openly said something about like yeah you know they tried to go on a, on a date or something and it didn't really work out the fact that she said that almost makes me think that it really was nothing because if there ever was actually something going on there I feel like it would be a much bigger secret and Chloe wouldn't be like totally fine just saying something about it it must have been like so minimal that Chloe didn't even think it was a big deal to say something about it you know I, I'm just surprised that she gave it such merit, like, in a hypothetical, she was talking in hypotheticals about if it would work out, and yeah. she thinks it would, and that I was surprised by. Um, but I do normally trust her judgment, and I like mm-hmm. how she gave, she shared her tips for good marriage with um, Out Magazine, and she said, when he's in his NBA season, I have to adjust his life more, I have to adjust to his life more, and then when he has his off time, he adapts to mine. It's always a give and take. Mm-hmm. Without communication in a relationship, you're at a stalemate, and that's no way to live. We make our decisions together as a couple. It can never be a one-way thing. When you're married, you have to act as a team, and she says, I believe a happy marriage is about compatibility, honesty, communication, and dedication. We make sure to keep us, our marriage, a priority, and she later calls him. Because I'm married to my best friend. We genuinely have fun together. You can't force love, but when you let it find you, it's phenomenal. And, you know, I truly believe everything she's saying. Mm-hmm. I think her, we always talk about this. I think her and Lamar have one of the most honest relationships in reality television. And if anyone is to survive the curse of reality television couples, they are the ones to do it. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Definitely. I- yeah, I certainly hope so. I mean, everything she just said is just like her, very level-headed, very logical, very real. And I really do hope that they continue, you know, having a great relationship. And I'm really 
curious not to change any subjects or anything, but I'm really curious to see what happens with their baby situation. That's because, you know, I think they have the relationship mastered, so I'm so curious to see what's going to happen with that storyline above any. I know when they brought up, uh, when they started the episode with Kim, I thought that was really interesting with Chloe asking if Kim would be a surrogate and Kim obviously saying no, there's no way that she would ever do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I really, I am very curious about that whole situation because I feel like they have been trying for such a long time. And I remember we talked about this before that there might be actually some issues. You said something about uh, Chloe having some, uh, a tilted was it a tilted uterus or something along those lines? That she, uh... So she has um, endometriosis, which is a thinning of the uterine wall. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm, I'm still curious about, like, what's going on there and, like, why they haven't gotten pregnant yet. It's, it's strange to me because I know how much they want to have children. You know, you know, she's denied doing in vitro yet, but maybe that might be the next logical step if it's taken this long. Um, but we'll see. You know, I hope the best for them. And I really do believe, uh, Jackie, your friend, John Edwards, the psychic, when he said he thought Chloe was the one who was pregnant. Um, I'm hoping maybe he was right and it's just taking a while for his prediction to come true. Uh, but I do want to finish out the news and gossip just because I loved that Armenian genocide topic on the show tonight so much. I really love that they use their platform for good. And, um... The Genocide Education Project spoke out about tonight's episode because they worked with Chloe. She apparently highlighted contemporary footage and photography by two veterans of the Armenian Youth Federation. Um, and the director of the Genocide Education Project said, quote, we were glad to be able to share educational resources with the producers of Chloe and Lamar to help spread awareness about the Armenian Genocide and look forward to continuing to work with all the Kardashians and ending the cycle of genocide worldwide. And... You know, I think that's great. And when Lamar suggests at the end that she'd be, like, an ambassador for it, I think that's a really good idea. She's probably one of the most, if not the most famous worldwide Armenian. You know, their family is probably the most famous Armenians worldwide. They have a worldwide name. So why not use it for good to promote something so close to their culture? Um, you know, I think, I, I hope to see more, more of them um, talking about their heritage and talking about this. I really do. Yeah, I completely agree. I like that as well a lot. Um, I did want to say one more thing and ask, ask your guys' opinions, actually, though, um, and bring it back to Kim for a second. Um, I saw in the tabloids a lot of stuff about Kim and Reggie actually getting back together and them hanging out again. And I was just curious what you guys think about that, whether or not you think it's true or if you think that that's a good thing or what she is I doing. I highly doubt that. Uh, Reggie Bush's mother basically told him that she is not marrying material and that she, she, Reggie's mother really didn't like her and I just I have a hard he really wasn't comfortable with the spotlight he was rarely rarely in the show when they were dating mm-hmm. and you know he didn't like that lifestyle and so I highly highly doubt that they are back together highly doubt it yeah, I have a feeling that people are just starting to spin their wheels and get and get things rolling on like the next thing to report on for Kim Kardashian. And so I feel like things are just popping up left and right. But I agree with Mari. I'd much rather hear positive storylines about someone being an ambassador like that, spreading awareness. That was my favorite part of the episode where, where Lamar suggested that. So, uh, you know, I wish there could be more positive storylines, but I know Kim's love life is going to be 
under the microscope, and I think so many things are just going to keep popping up until we see someone, you know, kissing or holding hands. I'm, I'm not buying anything right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I do want to get to our predictions finally. Um, so let's get some prediction music and get to that. <laughs> and now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. <laughs> All right, so it looks like we're, and they gave us a prediction uh, or a preview, basically, not just of next week's episode, but upcoming this season. I'm not sure why they did that, maybe because it was just like a to be continued. It ended with the fact that the lockout ended, but they gave us a whole big chunk of preview, mm-hmm. um, and they highlighted uh, Lamar's father and him, and that'll be interesting because the show's not currently taping, but I know that currently his father is going through a lot of health issues, and that's why he had to take some time off from playing with the Mavericks because of his dad. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what's going on there. I don't know if while they were filming he, you know, had these health issues. Um, and we see, you know, Lamar prepping for this trade to Dallas, struggling with it. I think that will all be a really interesting storyline, and that's what I'm genuinely most looking forward to because we've heard so much about it in the news that seeing it behind the scenes is really interesting. Because my boyfriend and his roommate actually happened to walk in at the end of the episode right when Lamar got news of the lockout, and they were like, it's really interesting to see this from his perspective, Mm -hmm. like that he's watching television at 1 in the morning and sees the lockout ends on television. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see the backstory because we know what happened in the media, but we don't know from his perspective what it was like to be told that you're no longer with the Lakers, to leave for Dallas, to meet a new team. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. And this whole Malika boot job story, I don't know. I hope she doesn't get it. I think she's a beautiful body as is, but we'll see. So what are, what are you guys most looking forward to in the in you know these upcoming storylines? Um, yeah, I, I agree with you um, about seeing the behind the scenes, and so that's one of the things that I was looking forward to. Um, they showed a little bit about the conflict between Chloe and Lamar with um, him not playing well and being, I guess, kind of depressed and then standoffish because of that. And so their relationship going through a kind of a rocky phase and her having to do everything she can to try and help him through this rough time in his life. Um, I think that will be really interesting to see. Um, just because, you know, like it happens all the time in sports when athletes don't play well and you, we get to hear every, what everybody else thinks about it. Everybody always hates on them and says, what the hell are they doing? What's their problem? But you never really get to see behind the scenes what's going on in that athlete's life, why that may be happening to him, why he's not playing well and how he's dealing with it, how he's dealing with all the press and people saying stuff about him, how it's affecting his relationships. So I think that'll be really interesting to see. I'm excited to see that. Um, And I definitely agree with you about Malika. I think she has a really nice chest. I don't know why she would ever want to get a boob job. It's totally out of the blue and strange to me. I, you know, it's funny. I, I really like Malika in one way, but she really gets on my nerves in other ways because I feel like she kind of is just like, you know, she's the least confident and real out of anybody in this show. I feel like she's kind of like just always trying to like have a storyline and get attention and she's like kind of more dramatic than I'd like her to be. Um, but, you know, I like the way Chloe is a good friend to her and I like watching that. 
Uh, I'm more interested to see, definitely, I'm not even a sports fan, and I'm interested to see the behind the scenes along with your boyfriend, Mari. And they're very smart because that captures a whole other kind of audience. Yeah. And my hope for that, and my prediction is that I hope that it's not staged because, you know, I hope they really did capture these candid moments because that's what I'd want to see out of this uh, season, definitely. And, uh, I, of course, as I said, I'm very curious to see the baby storyline, too, because I feel like that has to come up. And uh, I'm very curious to see what's going on with that. And I like feeling like this is all really fresh, recent stuff. Like, you almost feel like they just finished filming and it's all coming out now. So uh, very relevant stuff, and I'm really excited to see all of it. Well, we'll have all of that for all of our viewers and listeners. Um, And so we'll be watching right along with them, and hopefully we'll have some exclusive news, gossip, interviews coming up. So everyone stay tuned, and thanks for listening and watching tonight. And um, have a good night. We'll be back same time, same place next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Buzz. you later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. After Buzz TV. After Buzz TV.